Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's go around the NFL to keep you in the loop. This is Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Bobby Slowick. First game against the Ravens. Next game against the Ravens. It's been a few months. A lot has changed. We've gone through it. Let's hear from the man, though, who's going to be calling the plays, Bobby Slowick, on what he thinks has changed the most from the last time to this time the Texans take on the Ravens. I think the biggest part with that, and, and I use the phrase rock my boat a little bit, just because, like I started with the 505, and it's the first game we've had here under this scheme, and you need to start at the 101, you know. And we didn't do that, and we didn't really even give anybody a chance. And after that, we kind of changed how, how we were approaching some things, how we coached some things, how we were setting some things up. And the other part of it is in that game, I think we all got a really clear picture uh, of what we were really good at you know, as an offense and as specific individuals on the offense. And guys have just grown from there. They've expanded what they're good at. They've amplified the things that they showed in that game that they can do really well. And that really kind of, like I said, set the table for the rest of the year. From that point on, we've had a pretty focused vision for what we want to do on offense. And I think everybody's been on the same page in that regard. Okay. Rock the boat was uh, what he said. Yeah, we were trying to figure out what it was. The first time. So rock the boat was was the term that Bobby Slowick mentioned. Okay. Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, we asked this question yesterday. Shout out to DJ Bianame of ESPN for asking it um, to Bobby Slowick himself. How much do you factor in the fact that two teams that run this offensive system, the Miami Dolphins and the San Francisco 49ers, they got their butt whooped at the end of December mm-hmm. by the Baltimore Ravens. Two of the most impressive wins during the NFL's regular season. Like, what do we make of that? Is it just their matchup? Is it something that you look at and try to gather? What is that? DJ Bianame with the question. Here's Bobby Slowick with the answer. I'd say the one thing that jumps out when you're watching the last two months of film of the Ravens is there are a lot of games that are out of hand in the fourth quarter. I mean, I want to say there were two games maybe that were competitive in the last month late in the game. Um, the Rams jumps out to me and Cleveland, and Cleveland had to claw their way back in that one. You know, So there were a lot that were out there. I don't think it was just Miami and, and San Francisco, but it's it's helpful not necessarily in how they're going to attack us because I think a lot of times on defense, just as much as you're attacking the scheme, you're attacking people. 
but it helps a lot to get similar looks. That's where it becomes really beneficial. You know, a, a lot of different offenses align in different ways. Some teams are really condensed formations. Some teams are really wide formations. Some teams motion a lot. Some teams don't. Damn. And it just lets you get, get looks the at how they play certain things and, and make certain adjustments, and then we see if we can take advantage of that. All right, so I guess a little is his answer there? No, I think a lot. Uh, I really do. The thing about like, oh, what are they gonna? What is? I said this earlier. What does D'Amico have is up his sleeve? What does Bobby have up his sleeve? I think the Ravens against this offense, they're why would they want to change anything? At least in terms of what he said, their similar looks, how they approach it, you know, at the line of scrimmage and 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 give the quarterback look. I think it's a big advantage. Like, okay, they've had huge success against this offense against two really good teams, one great team. Why would they change anything? I mean, it's giving Bobby Slowick. A good look of what to expect. It really is. Yeah, and you know how he is about film. Oh, uh, yeah. Used to work at Pro Football Focus. Said there's some some things that you take from there, some things you don't. J.J. Watt, by the way, went at Pro Football Focus yesterday for the C.J. Stroud grade, which was weird. Didn't have a top four grade last weekend, but damn, J.J., what are we doing? <laughs> what do you say? That serious? The, the grading on the team versus the Algorithm? Well, of course. Algorithm? Yeah, well, he said the grading on the – I've sat in the room, and the grading yeah. on, from the team yeah. is so much different from well, – PFF's uh, a resource. Of course it's it is. It's a resource for watching all the games Absolutely and stuff like that. What is JJ – is JJ just – is JJ going to be the jock sniffer that just no, takes God. the player's side all the time? <laughs> no, he's not. Is he going to be permanent players all the no, time? I he got he, mad about viral clips. I think he's going to lean. The guy who flipped tires at practice with cameras around him got yeah. mad at viral clips. I think he's going to lean toward players, but nah, he's – He's good. PFF is what it is. Boy, he pissed off some of those nerds, though. Yeah, he did. God, they were mad. JJ doesn't know what he's talking about. It's disrespectful. They even, like, did videos explaining the grade with CJ Shot. One of, one of the guys, what's what's the tall-ass dude with the um with the beard that is, like, a PFF guy? We've interviewed him before. I, I don't remember his name, but he, no disrespect, but he was, like, talking about CJ's grade, and he was like, and if you look at his touchdowns, one of them was just a swing pass to Brevin Jordan, which oh. were out of his control. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I agree with that. Yeah. But then he said the other one was just a screen pass. If you're calling that Nico Collins Hell fake pitch, turnaround, no. toss, just a screen pass, <laughs> no. then 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 you need to you need to adjust the way you look at things. Yeah. That was difficult execution, man. So would JJ Watt rather fight one horse horse sized nerd or a hundred Duck-sized nerds, because you said he, he had all those nerds mad. How many nerds could he take out? From as PFF. many as he wanted. From PFF. As many as he wanted. <laughs> Slowick worked there, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike McDaniel, friend of Bobby Slowick, used to work together in San Francisco. Uh, he was on Hard Knocks this year, uh, and they caught his final speech after the Dolphins lost last week to the Chiefs. Here's what it sounded like. You know, I think something that's special about this team is uh, there's less of people pointing fingers at other people and a lot of people hurting, thinking about what more they could have done. I know that damn sure is my, includes myself. This is what we said we didn't want, just to taste the playoffs. We didn't deliver, so um, we're going to figure out how to do that because this there's, there's championship all over this team, and it's a shame. It reminds you of why you commit so much to this game, because this hurts, man. This team this season, you guys make me proud of how you battled. I'm honored to be a coach of you guys. You guys are warriors. 
we'll get through this, but it will be tough, and that's okay. I love you guys, man. All right, Coach. Thanks, man. It was a strong speech. But Thanks, it was brother. Very Nick Bosa like. Appreciate you, man. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was good. No, it was good. All right. If you said it with fire, you you wouldn't be saying that. You can't speak with fire after you get thumped like that. Well, passion. Yeah, passion. I think you just wanted to get out of the cold, man. <laughs> it was, was damn cold. That was tough. <laughs> it was dang cold. It was freezing. <laughs> Their defense was depleted. Shout out to uh, Mike McDaniel. Uh, once upon a time, can you sit crisscross applesauce as we go around the NFL? Once upon a time, mm-hmm. there was belief that the Texans could be attempting to duplicate the Patriot way. There was a man here by the name of Jack Easterby, also known as the POS. Well, hey, guys, let me tell you something. He was planting stories in the Houston Chronicle about Gerard Mayo at the time. He sure the hell was. God, that was bad. God, that was bad. It was transparent. It was, it was just like a blatant what the feature. What are we on doing Gerard doing Mayo. a feature on Gerard Mayo? Let's just test the. Hey, <laughs> I want to test the atmosphere of what people think about Gerard Mayo. Well, he was one of the names that came up during the previous two coaching searches. Now he's the coach of the New England Patriots. He was on CBS News in Boston. Patriots currently, by the way, have the number three overall pick. I think he might be tipping his hand a little you bit. You think? You got the third pick in the draft. <laughs> yeah. And now it's on your shoulders. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. What I will say is this. We're going to draft the best player for a position that is very important. You put the pieces together. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Jones. Oh, all right, well, so that's done. So we know that. By the way, Mac Jones was one of the guys at his uh, media availability. He got a shout-out from, Ger- uh, from uh, Gerard Mayo. He, uh, I guess he was working out. He was he was there working out. Okay, he should be. He should be. <laughs> what position? <laughs> Quarterback, man. Okay. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Status of Kirk Cousins up in the air. We don't know. He could return to Minnesota. There, there's been talks about you know where does Kirk Cousins end up? What's he gonna do? I gotta tell you, man. He was on busting with the boys a few weeks ago, and. Bussin' with the Boys Barstool Podcast features Taylor Lewan, former Tennessee Titan, uh, and former Tennessee Titan slash Raider slash Washington Redskin, uh, Will what? Compton. That, they were the Redskins back then, I sir. That's what they were called. They were called the Redskins, okay? I'm Cherokee. Anyway, <laughs> so I can say it. I can say that. I can say it. Anyway, Kirk Cousins gave Will Compton these compliments. Tell me how you would feel if someone spoke this highly of you. I've never seen anything like this. And I don't know how Will Compton didn't like blush as this was going on. This is Kirk Cousins talking about Will Compton. This guy is why I'm here. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm always, when I go through life, I'm looking for leaders. Because I think that leadership, everything rises and falls on leadership. And quite frankly, I think leaders are hard to find. This guy's a leader. He's a leader of leaders because he can build relationships with people. He can connect with anybody in our locker room, anybody in our locker room from West Coast, East Coast, inner city, suburbs, you know, farm boy. He can connect with anybody at any time, at any level. He, he's engaging. He's funny, but he's smart. He studies. He's tough. I keep a list in my phone of people I would hire if I ever started a company. And like right there is the guy I would hire to like run the company for me. He is why I'm sitting on this chair and he is why I think this podcast will go as far as it wants to go. And I plan on when I'm retiring from football, giving him a call and saying, what are we doing? So that's all time, man. I appreciate that. 
Jeez, man. Get a room, man. Ali. <laughs> Good Lord, Kirk. I, now, I wonder if he tells that to everybody, man. Nah. Because then Jeez. it would get, yeah, you would tip his hand. So the Dallas Cowboys are not hiring a new coach. They're going to run it back with Mike McCarthy. You actually think this can be connected to the Texans in some way, shape, or form? Yeah, I think the Cowboys did the, gave the Texans a little gift. A little thing went the Texans' way. Boy, there's been a lot of them. They're adding up to something big. There's been a lot of little things that have gone the Texans' way. Uh, to be clear, America's team, most popular team in the NFL, one of the most popular organizations in football. That's not changing. However, as uh, Stephen A. would say, um, keeping Mike McCarthy was dumb. Flat out. Yeah, dumb. it was pointless. The other teams in the division are glad you did. Yeah, your ceiling is capped. Yeah. You're not doing anything. So I'm going to give you an example. 2000, excuse me, 1999. The New England Patriots, which are now neck and neck, usually second, but neck and neck with the Cowboys as the most popular team in the NFL for the last 10, 12 years. In 1999, the Patriots ranked 25th in the NFL in attendance. They had two games with less than 50,000 people in stands, and I'm sure that was generous. They had one sellout. They were, I think it was 27th most popular team on that 1999 survey in the NFL. Well, then what happened? Then they hired Bill Belichick and drafted Tom Brady. And now they are consistently the most powerful brand up there with, with the Steelers and the Cowboys and all those at the very, very top. Listen, man, this is not something to sneeze at. The tech, the Cowboys have a legion of fans, but they have a lot of fans that are on the periphery that, and, and, and maybe potential fans that are just completely indifferent about this team. They, they don't have any expectations. They, they feel like they're, they're, it's not the Cowboys that they that they loved or, or could love or whatever. Meanwhile, what's happening right here at NRG? It's the most exciting team. If you if you want to talk about just new excitement, yeah. new, new blood. It's a likable squad, man. It's likable. Likeable. Has, uh, you know, it's very bandwagon great, friendly. If we're extremely, being honest, it's very bandwagon friendly. Yeah, but, you Texans. know, we've been talking about this team when they were good. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> heard that. Maybe about the Astros. Uh, so... <laughs> Look, they are the Texans are a tar, a target for a potential target for fandom. So the Cowboys, while the Cowboys are up there just kind of meandering along, losing fans, a lot of fans indifferent. The Texans are like turning heads. I uh, sent my friend, my uh, mm -hmm. Cowboy friend, the D'Amico called shot, and his reply was pretty funny uh, when I sent the the D'Amico viral. Shot. He said, well, at least we have this. And he put the picture of Fat Mike McCarthy <laughs> with the chain. I'm telling you, this is a little thing that, especially in Texas, people are going to be like, ah, screw the Cowboys. Have you seen this squad? Have you seen CJ Stroud? To me, I think what Mike McCarthy has to do is, is he has to come back 30 pounds lighter. Like, there has to be, like, a different look of Mike McCarthy. Like, he has to, like, from – he has to go on soda weight loss between now and training camp. To where, like, at least the fans can see like some sort that, of visual. What is it, uh, Ozempic? Yeah. yeah. If I were Jerry Jones, I would have, I would have told him, "Hey, just like I would have told Mark Mangino back in the day when he was at Kansas, yeah. looking like the damn Michelin Man." Yeah. I would have told him, "Hey, I would hire you to my program, but you got to get lap band. Get that Ozempic. It's the, yeah. all the rage right yeah. now. So I think, I think if Mike McCarthy comes back thirty pounds lighter, that's the only thing that can get Cowboys injected more excited right into his belly. Yeah, I don't know if that I don't know if they've uh, figured out the long term effects of that though, bud. No, but people don't care. Just do soda. Yeah, people, yeah, just do soda. Just do soda. <laughs> yeah, John McClain, John McClain, right now the face of soda, isn't he? 
He's doing his thing. He's the guy. He's the man. Yeah. He's bringing it too. The best. The, the best is the John McClane live spot. Used to be out of breath. Mm-hmm. Sounding clear as day. <laughs> Dan Graziano predicts that Aaron Glenn is going to be the Titans head coach. Aaron Glenn, former Houston Texan, lifetime Texas A&M Aggie, now the defensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions. Eh, sign me up for that. I'll send a limousine to get him. If well, I'm if I'm looking from a Texans point, I'll send a limousine to get Aaron Glenn. I, I don't know what coach. kind of coach Aaron Glenn's going to be, but he ain't Vrabel. He's not Vrabel. Yeah. He's not. I mean, Limousine. Vrabel's the most qualified candidate for the Titans job. Yeah. That he just got fired from. Good for you, Aaron Glenn. Yeah. Do your thing. Best of luck to you. Uh, Bill Belichick getting a second interview with the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons might be hiring Bill Belichick. How about that? How do you feel about that? It's a gettable division. You got some pretty decent weapons. You're just a quarterback away, which if you're a quarterback away, that can be a mile away. But Baker Mayfield came to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, an aging core, and... He has won a playoff game, so it's very, very gettable for Bill Belichick. They've got to – I mean, they're not going to work magic with Ritter, are they? Uh, I would think Bill Belichick wouldn't be interested in that. I don't know, yeah. though. Yeah. Don't know, so. Uh, Sam Laporta, uh, along with Mark Andrews, listed as a full participant on Wednesday for their respected teams. So you uh, you have that. Uh, and did you catch the uh, mic'd up – uh, with Matthew Stafford? I don't think so. I missed that one. I, I think I missed the Stafford one. I heard the D'Amico, and you're going to hear that in a few minutes. So Stafford, Kerry Joseph of the uh, of the Lions, he's been getting a lot of uh, – generating a lot of dialogue mm-hmm. about being a dirty player. Yeah, well, yeah, I know that part. And uh, he actually uh, injured the Rams tight end for the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's what it sounded like on the field. Matthew Stafford running up to him. Uh, and this has gone kind of viral to where Dan Dan Campbell actually had to kind of speak on it. Stafford flips his hips, wings one middle, bobbled, and cut down Tyler Higby in dangerous play. Stafford was not happy about the hey! celebration by Kirby hey! Joseph either. Hey, that's a good hit. That's a good hit. You dirty as and you know it. You dirty as It's been on tape. I've seen it. Hey, hey, it's been on tape. It's on tape. You're right. You're right. There it is. Nothing wrong with that. Nah, it's good. Yeah. Hey, I, and I, I don't disagree. Guy's a slime ball. <laughs> Speaking of slime balls, this is one of the most embarrassing displays that a coach in the state of Texas has had in a long, long oh, time. Oh, Lord. Are this you going to go there? This is pathetic. And spoiler alert, this guy will face off with John McClain in the slime off tomorrow plus D'Amico Ryan's breaks the internet the internet goes nuts next call from mom answer it call silenced Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game you have 47 new voicemails Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I, 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 got, I got the internet going nuts. Internet going nuts here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig. With you, John Harbaugh says Mark Andrews could play, says Marlon Humphrey a little bit more iffy. We'll keep an eye on that. Texans versus Ravens on Saturday. Texans have everyone on the practice field except Jerry Hughes, including D'Amico Ryans, who set it off yesterday. This was uh, around the NFL. They always have guys mic'd up. D'Amico was mic'd up. We suspected that Christian Harris knew what was going on with Joe Flacco. Uh with the film study, because he didn't even move until he just jumped in front of the receiver and had the pick six. Now we know. Mm-hmm. Now we got visual and audio clarity that D'Amico Ryans let him know what was coming. Here is what it sounded like uh, on Around the NFL. You just hang right there and just play the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Play the quarterback. As soon as he snapped, step in front of it, go pick. Yes, sir. Tell you. Tell you. Tell you. Fourth and two from the Browns, 33. It's picked off. Here we go to the left, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Christian Harris. Second pick six of the game. Zone defense. So here's Harris. His eyes are on the quarterback. And at the last minute, he breaks underneath in front of the intended target, Harrison Bryant. All right. Pretty impressive stuff from D'Amico. Set the internet off. Everyone... I uh, was really impressed by this. Have you seen a better called shot? Um, I'm like, I mean, like ever. Like he said, stand here. I mean, don't move. As soon as he snaps, go the, get the ball. The Babe Ruth called shot never happened. So, well, that's definitely not that. Not true. But go ahead. Uh, Have you seen a better one? Joe Namath was just drunk at a pool. He didn't even know what he said the next day. <laughs> His drunk ass woke up. Oh, I said what? Yeah. Oh, okay. I gotta go win a football game now. <laughs> You didn't see that exclusive? That's Joe No, I didn't Namath. see that part. It's Joe Namath. He yeah. woke up the next day. Yeah. Wait, what? What's in the newspaper? Oh, I was at the pool yesterday. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think you're wrong on both you of those. Were. You, predicted a, uh, you predicted a win and don't even remember it, you drunk ass. I, I think you're wrong on both of those, but there's not a better. He literally said, this is the play. Stay there. Go pick it off. Yeah. Did his thing. Dude. Did his thing. <laughs> oh, uh, this was a Browns defensive staff and players this was them this this is another clip from uh this uh 
uh, the awesome highlights on inside the NFL. This is this is them talking about C.J. Stroud. He can make every throw. He's a, he was a first round pick because he can hose it, man. He can throw it from up there. Yep, yeah, he, he did, and he, he did. did. Yeah. And then you had this one. This was the this was the final uh, clip. This is D'Amico and C.J. If you think they're playing with house money, if you think they think that, think again. This is a one lifetime opportunity, man. We got what we need in the locker room. Let's go. You know? One at a time, like we've been doing, man, is special. All right, there you go. That was crazy. It had the internet going out. You really don't think Joe Namath was a little bit drunk? I mean, he's sitting. He didn't look it. No, I've seen video. Yeah, he's sitting at the pool. You don't think he'd had a sip? Had he had a sip of alcohol? I don't know. Do you, do you have to drink if you're sitting at the pool? We're talking about Joe Namath. Well, I understand that, but it's also Super Bowl coming up. So he was just sober? I don't think he was necessarily sober all week. Okay. Yeah. Did you see a drink in his hand? Uh, the the camera wasn't there. It was probably by the by. No, there's uh, one. Seat. There's a video. It's so wild too. There's like only five dudes there. <laughs> you want to talk to the quarterback? Yeah, come on. He's at the pool. Uh, I I don't see. Seem, I'm looking at. I this don't picture. remember it. Yeah. I'm I looking. Let's, let's look at this picture. Let's let's study this tape. We gotta. There he is by the at the pool. It, I don't see it. I think there's a drink right there. There's a drink right there. All right, here's the video. Yeah, it's under his chair. It's, it's right under there. his chair. No, it's right there. It's a drink. Looks like a double. <laughs> You're so full of crap. This. I'm looking at the video now, man. My man was drunk. <laughs> You're just... He didn't even remember saying it, Figgy. <laughs> oh man did not even remember saying it. You're just making stuff up. <laughs> I, 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 got, I got the internet going nuts. I was wondering to myself, why the heck is Cam McCormick trending nationally? And, Cam McCormick. And who is Cam McCormick? Yeah, who is that? He's a tight end for the University of Miami. Oh, this guy. He That is a joke. Is this he, the guy who's like on his like ninth year? He has just been granted... His ninth year of eligibility. That should not be allowed. In college football. You should not be allowed. How is that even possible? You should not be allowed to be over 20. He had like a bad injury. Here it is right here. He had a bad injury at Oregon. and then Oregon he, in 2016. Yeah. Same recruiting class as Justin Herbert. And Nick Bosa. And Nick Bosa. Seven years at Oregon. Yeah. Obviously, there was some COVID, with the COVID. COVID, the injury, all that. Then missed multiple seasons because of injury. Came to University of Miami in 2023. Shouldn't be allowed. They just granted him a ninth year shouldn't be allowed it's a slippery slope what, would are, be, what are we doing it's man? a slippery slope with byu because they go on the mormon missions but this so isn't have, like their this, team's like 30. yeah no this is different but these guys staying in college to their 25 come on man yeah move on yeah this is ridiculous because that's part of the college like even these even though they're getting paid now and stuff like your development from 18 to even 25 what is are we like, doing it's ridiculous yeah. dude go to the nfl man he's not End probably good enough obviously not probably not good enough I, 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 got, I got the internet going nuts. Shannon Sharp, man. Shannon Sharp was on with uh, Ocho Cinco, and he was spitting till he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Y'all are going to feel what Shannon Sharp's saying as Texans fans, but he's going to end it in the worst way you can end anything when talking about a Houston sports team. Goodness gracious, Shay Shay. Ocho, you know what, what makes the Texans scary? But they don't ever know they're not supposed to be here. <laughs> That's the problem. Somebody forgot to tell him, you got a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback. You're not supposed to be this good right now. 
And if they don't turn the ball over, in which they don't, I mean, C.J. Stroud doesn't turn the ball over. He protects the ball. Man, it's C.J. C.J.'s rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. They earned the right to be in the playoffs, and they earned a victory. Ain't no deserve. At this point in time, you earn it. You don't get it. Deserve, deserve what? You earn what you get. Houston fans, y'all don't have a problem. He, he had us until the very he him, end. He was spitting I haven't heard that it, one before. It, it, it was rolling. It he was, was good. until he wasn't, Until man. the very, very end. Oh, and then he was. He was the killing mic drop. He was killing yeah. it. I, 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 got, I got the internet going nuts. All right, just, just sidebar here. He's eating like peanuts. There's no drink anywhere in sight. It's under the chair. There is nothing. We're point, pointed out under right the chair. There, but right, really right there. No, there's another angle. It's right there <laughs> under the chair. You're so full of crap. He's right there. He's drunk. <laughs> He's eating peanuts. Joe Namath That's was drunk. That's a playbook under on his lap. Joe Namath was drunk. He was studying his playbook. He, oh, they had four plays back there. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> he ain't studying nothing. Ain't, oh, four plays. God. Dude uh, was drunk at the pool, man. Uh, th- th- he was. Sometimes you done drunk at the pool. We're not talking about me. And uh, when did I slap the bag of Franzia and uh, do like a <laughs> Franzia bong followed by a beer bong? Yeah. When did I say that we were going to win the Super Bowl? Called shot. He called it right there. The hell out of uh, here. By the way, I was going to say Dalvin Cook. No, no audio, no nothing. He is going to be. We haven't. I think we only he's mentioned playing? him once. He's he's uh, going to be playing for the Ooh. Ravens. The Dalvin Cook. That's cute. Ooh. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. That's cute. That guy. When did he sign with the Ravens? Like recently, Ooh. right? Wasn't it? He just got activated a week or two ago. Yeah. Well, my, my the only up reason, to the max. The only reason I brought it up is kind of what you guys are saying. Okay. No, no big deal here. Boy, they must be desperate. They are desperate. Yeah. yeah. Although, probably get a few carries here if we're being honest. No, he will, but he didn't. No, I'm saying for the Texans, probably get a couple. Who? Dalvin. We don't really have a running back oh, after yeah. Devin Singletary. <laughs> he, oh, you mean he could? Yes. Really yeah. makes plays. Yeah. yeah. If I'm, I'm just gonna be honest with myself. I, 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 got, I got the internet going nuts. This is embarrassing. Rodney Terry, basketball coach at the University of Texas. Yesterday they lost. Uh, a ball game. By the way, in this ball game in the second half, they were up 17 points. Mm-hmm. 17 points. And they lost a ball game. Naturally, when you beat Texas, you put the horns down, right? Yeah, what's the big deal? A video went viral of Rodney Terry yelling at these young men who had just pulled off the quote, upset after being down 17 points. And he was telling them to quit being classless. Yeah. One by one. Ooh, after, I'm a big- after the game, he was asked by KVUE what was going on. Coach, spoiler alert, you're going in the slime off. Here's why. You know, I'm a big believer in, uh, you know, you win the right way, you lose the right way. And whether you win or lose, you win the right way. You lose the right way. You carry yourself the right way. You don't go through the handshake line or prior to getting to the handshake line and have about six or seven guys putting the horns down. It looks very classless. And it also looks like you were just hoping to win. We never go into games trying to hope to win. We go into games expecting to win. So we don't act like that. You know, we expect to win. We don't jump up and down act like we won a national championship. We sure don't step on anyone's home court deal and act crazy. And that's what I was angry about. And I was letting those guys know you don't do that. But we're not going to let you act that way in our building. You're not going to do that. You're not going to put your horns down. Give me a break, dude. That's part of the experience of being a Texas fan is – and, and, and being a Texas player is everybody, even when they're not even playing you, they're doing the horns down sometimes. That is pathetic. 
It was pathetic when Tom Herman did it. It's even more pathetic when he did it because you blew a 17-point lead. That is embarrassing. It, it, it's uh, What I got out of that is how is that classless? It's what fan – this is college sports, man. Have you seen some of the things – that college fans, you know, do and put on posters and it's a say, fan, like a player doing it. Who cares? That's sad, man. And we'll uh, see you tomorrow at one twenty. You don't do that, hey man. Why don't you coach your own team? You know, just, that's just a thought. And then acting like they, we don't act like we won the national championship itself. They like, did the horns down. They won a game, exciting that you game. Choked an exciting game. Yeah, that you choked, sir. That's it. That's embarrassing, man. That's bad. That's real bad. It's the internet going nuts here on In the Loop Sports Radio 610. Texans, full attendance except Jerry Hughes at practice. So it it looks like the Texans will be relatively healthy. However, will Bobby Slowick be in his bag? What does Bobby Slowick have up his sleeve? And what has he got to say about a game in which he might have perhaps the most important thing you can have in a game like this? That's next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Thank you, Figgy. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right, Bobby Slowick, is he going to be in the bag? He was pretty focused yesterday. It wasn't as intense as the Browns, um, but he seemed focused. I I didn't watch that press conference and say, okay, Texans are going to get the dub. Uh, But Bobby Slowick, he seems to be somewhat in his bag. John Lopez wants to know what the hell does the offensive coordinator, what the heck is the offensive coordinator going to have up his sleeve? Yeah. I said this yesterday, and I started. Can just we replace about, up his sleeve within his bag? What's better, not sleeve? What does sleeve mean? Your sleeve. How often do you hide something in your sleeve? That's what magicians do. What do they have up their sleeve? Right, I rest my case. Yeah, magicians are good. Okay. Yeah. Are they? When's the last time you saw a magic show? I have no idea. Yeah. I didn't say That's I didn't watch I them. I said they're good. Yeah, ain't going. You ain't going to a magic show, bro. You go to a magic show in Las Vegas? We <laughs> no. should go to one. Hell. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding me? Uh, Take that card and stick. Go ahead. So I was looking at some numbers, uh, and I'm not Mr. You know, Stathead, as you know, but I use them a lot just to kind of get some opinions formed. And this, th- these numbers formed m- this opinion. So the Ravens don't blitz a lot, and a lot of people have always thought that they're this, you know, this terrorizing defense. They're not what they once were. They, they, they are in the lower half of the league of blitzing. Um, they uh, are first in the NFL in uh, DVOA against the pass. Uh, so how do they going in the sticks? They're going DVOA. Well, DVOA has become okay. much more common. Um, but but they allow, they, I'll put it this way. I'll put the stats aside. They allow a lot of catches 
but they're good against the deep ball. Okay. And then they're, then they're pretty good. Otherwise. So they allow a lot of catches. What does that tell you? That means first and second down. Mm-hmm. Pass on. I've, I've said this, you know, before about Bobby Slowick, but especially this week, like this is this is going to be C.J. Stroud's game. Pass first, first and second down. Then run and establish the run on second and third down. However it plays out, uh, and, and they don't blitz. So what I'm looking at here with this team is not only pass first, but if they're really good with the deep ball, then just go with an offense that I. <laughs> that is tighter, you know. That that, that is shorter, tighter, easier throws. I feel like you're doing a disservice not blitzing the Texans. No, he want you, you want opposing teams to blitz the Texans. Do I? Yes. With C.J. Stroud able to make those reads, I would rather the the. He's C- really good against zone, though. Funny you mention that. Uh, he's number one, number two in the entire league against zone. You know who has the best zone rate uh, success rate? The Ravens. So that's why I'm like, I was looking at this like Coach says, so he's really good against the zone, but they're really good against using the zone. Uh, and so that's why I'm thinking we're going to see some Dalton Schultz. We're going to see some, like, those little flare passes, like to Brevin Jordan and the one that was fake to John Mechie, the throwback to Nico Collins. Just make them – they're not going to blitz a lot. They're going to blitz some, but they're not going to blitz a lot. They're one of the lowest in the leagues. And you know they're going to try to take away Nico Collins. Like, like, there's no you question. Sure? Oh, yeah, I know that. You're positive. I am positive. I thought Cleveland would. Uh, well, they should have. Uh, I, I, or tried to. Yeah. They're, you know they're going to try to take away do, Nico double Collins. Him? They're going to cheat that way. Double Nico. I think they're going to cheat that way with a safety. I think they're going to shade the defense that way. So I'm, I'm thinking here. I'm like pass, pass, first and second down. Pass, 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 and don't necessarily take the shots to Nico because I don't think they're going to be there. This is a, this is a, this is a Dalton Schultz game. I said it earlier, and this is this is what I was thinking about when I said that. Mark Andrews scares the hell out of me. He's the scariest player. Should. He's the scariest player in this game. Scary dude. But you know what? Texans have a tight end too, man. The Texans have a tight end too. I think this is a big Dalton Schultz game. In the first meeting against the Ravens, Dalton Schultz was beat up. Remember, he had something going on in training camp or the preseason. Yeah, or Jimmy something? Ward knocked the crap that's what out it of was. him. Yeah, that's what it was. He had two catches for four yards. As a non-factor. He was nothing. Tegan Quatoriano started the game. You were pissed off after that game because Noah Brown kept getting screen passes. Yes, I was. I remember You wanted to cut Noah. (laughs) I remember that. Remember that? So, God, Bobby was throwing screen passes to Noah Brown. Well, he said he's evolved. (laughs) I hope so. I would say he has. Dalton Schultz. There's a couple of of tight ends that are going to be in the crosshairs in this game. I think Dalton Schultz is going to be big and backside of the backfield and little little flare passes to Jordan and Mechie. They're just going to try to make them miss a lot of tackles, move the chains, miss a lot of – I don't think they're going to be able to take – and as good as C.J. is with the deep ball, I don't think they're going to have a lot of shots. It's not going to be Indianapolis. Who the hell are you throwing it to? Nico? That's it? Who else? Well, I mean, Go deep, Robert Mechie? Woods. Come on. Robert Woods? He ain't getting no deep ball. No, I'm saying they're not going to throw the deep ball. Yeah, no, yeah. the deep ball. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's yeah. not even an option. Right. I think that's what unless, they're – Unless mm-hmm. – Xavier Hutchinson, man. This is like – Here you mm, go, man. It's like a hostage crisis. This is day 47. <laughs> I'm still waiting on Hutchinson oh, to oh, make that play oh, I've been talking you're about. You're waiting for Xavier Hutchinson. I've been waiting for Xavier Hutchinson to make that play, You've man. been waiting for Xavier Hutchinson as long as, as you've been waiting for what? 
I don't know. Like a, a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, it's. it's when gonna, he do make that play, you gonna let? See, told y'all. I told y'all he's gonna make a play. I don't give a damn if it's next year. I was right. That's what <laughs> he's gonna I do. I told y'all I was right. Yeah, I told y'all I was right. I'm sticking on the Hutchinson thing. He's making might a as play. well, man. He made a couple plays. Oh, you're the in other too day. deep. No, you have to. He made yeah. a couple plays the other day. You're, you're way in too deep. Yeah, he made a couple plays the other day. You, you, you got to stay with him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I am feeling a Dalton Schultz game, baby. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think it's part of the plan. I think it's the best attack, etc. Lamar Jackson, man, he's trying to, uh, he's trying to escape some demons now. now Things are different. Obviously, they got more weapons. Obviously, they got a new system, but his reputation is what is it what it is. It's earned. One and three in the postseason. Every number drops. Completion percentage significantly, rating significantly. It's been rough. He still makes plays with his legs. But he's trying to exercise those demons. Look in his eyes, man. Yeah, you see that look in his eye? Uh, apparently, according to some Ravens reporters, he's got a look in his eye. Well, it was ESPN. It was ESPN National. Oh, wow. Yeah, they did like a 2,500-word, you know, big story on him. And they were talking about how he's he's approaching things different, has a different look in his eye this year. I feel you like can, that offends him. You can him. just tell. I feel like that offends him. Should offend fans. I feel like it should offend Lamar Jackson. What are you saying about me before? Yeah. <laughs> like, you think you're giving a compliment? I look different as opposed to what? Yeah. Man, he's scary when he starts running, though. His season average is 54 yards this year. He spins off and then tosses it up. You know what I don't like is when quarterbacks like him. Oh, what do you mean? (laughs) Not that. What does that mean? (laughs) Quarterbacks like him. Finish your sentence there. Well, let me. Yeah, go ahead. Quarterbacks like him. I'm I'm sitting here. Switching the music. Yeah, go ahead. Let's hear this. When quarterbacks like, like that... Try to do something in the postseason that they don't do in the regular season. And I think that's part of the the kind of the math here with him in the postseason. It's like, I got to be a passing quarterback. I got to be this field general, you know, and kind of get out of their skin a little bit. Just be what you are. Do you think that there's like a, like, because Peyton Manning early on was like, dominant in the regular season and then in the playoffs it would come around and a lot of it had to do with the with the Patriots I get that but Aaron Rodgers too like Aaron Rodgers multiple times uh including his last year in Green Bay it, it, over an 11 year stretch mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers 11 ish year stretch 10 year stretch he won MVP and lost in the first round and then in 2021, he won MVP and lost in the first round. Yes. We've seen Lamar Jackson win MVP and lose in the first round. We've seen Peyton Manning do that. We've seen Tom Brady do that. A lot of times it's just as simple as the any given Sunday crap. But do you think, like, you know how in, in school there's some people who are, like, really good students and then there's some that are really good at taking tests? Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's, like, an element of, like, the week-to-week. There's, like, a certain, like, routine, and then there's, like, a different routine required when it happens. That, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, like, I think a lot of players try to be something they're not in, in the postseason. Like, C.J. Stroud is the same guy no matter what. Some guys that try to be, like, a better, more precise, maybe try to do more, maybe try to make throws they normally wouldn't make. And that's every sport. But I think in football in particular – you know, the the so-called pressing or whatever. Dude, just be what you are. 
Like, like just be what you were during the regular season, and and too many guys, it gets in their heads. And you know what that is? As much as people ignore that, it's press clippings. Like, they, they'll say, oh, I don't read any of that stuff, which is we all know is crap. Oh, I don't listen to radio. We all know that's crap. But, you know, when, when guys are like, like let's use Lamar Jackson as, a, as an example. Oh, he hadn't done this in the postseason. Oh, you know, his numbers have, have dropped significantly, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I'll show them, and then he's he's doing something that he's that trying to force. I think that's a big part of these guys trying to get over that I mean, hurdle. It's a lot of pressure no matter what, yeah. man. There's, there's not a lot of margin for error, and, you know, only one team is uh, hoisting up that, that Lombardi. So uh, we will see. It'll be interesting to see what Bobby's got in his bag. It'll be interesting to see uh, if Mark Andrews goes. I think that's kind of scary. Uh, I think it's a given. Had, well, I mean, that's it's also a problem that's not going away for the Texans. Like, if you, if you want to sit here and, like, look ahead and say, you know, magical run, uh, they don't guard tight ends well, and they're going to be facing really good tight ends from here on out. In every option, almost. I mean, everywhere. Yeah. I mean, Kincaid. With Let's the say Bills, the Lions Kelsey. go. Laporta. You meet him in the Super Bowl. Uh, La- you got, you, you got Kittle. Kittle. Yeah, yeah. Kittle you got uh, in the next game. Yeah. You got. Uh, I mean, hey, <laughs> hey, who's Tampa's? Who's, who's Tampa's tight end? Don't, don't, don't leave him out. Okay, hey, well. Hey, he made it, hey, he made it, hey, he Good made luck it look with pretty that. easy at times against the Texans. Good luck with that. Hey, ask no, Henry Toto about him. I was sitting there, you was rolling these tight ends. Kelsey, Kincaid. Tampa's tight end. Kelsey, Kincaid, Laporta, Kittle, and what's his name? Musgrave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that tight end thing is something to keep an eye on mm-hmm. with the Texans. That ain't, that ain't going uh, anywhere. Clint Sterner, Ron Hughley. Uh, they are in the building. We are two sleeps away from Texans versus Ravens. I got a question for you, Ron. Let's do it. Would you let Clint cut your hair? No. Clint, would you let Ron cut your hair? Zero chance. If your question is, would I let a black man cut my no, hair? No, no, just a, like, like, yes. like your guy. Would I let Ron? No. Because uh, Bobby Slowick lets Frank Ross cut his hair every week. Every week. I mean, yeah, no, I let my cut my cousin cut my yeah, hair until I went to school. He it, wasn't a licensed barber, but he could fade. That dirty bay bone fade was the point now. Ooh, I'm thinking about going yeah. back to that thing. I'm thinking about going back to that dirty bay bone fade one time for y'all. Yeah, I've I've had uh four people cut my hair in my whole life. You gotta be kidding me. No, nah, wow. Right now, I'm gonna tell you what most right, of it. Four move, total. Move, yeah. And well, most of them have been forced by move. Duke died. Um, early on, my first uh, R.I.P. Duke. Yeah, yeah. He, he died. Tennessee, Look, Airy. Yep, here. B. You, you see him after. Wait, when you and I on. when you and I first met, you were on the verge of not being able to tell that story. Yeah, you were face. almost gone, man. Right now, that, that, that good hair you he got was right be now. The last one. <laughs> he was going to be the last one. Now you were on the verge of just letting whoever he was going to be the last one. cut your hair. He was going to be the last one. Yeah, man. Yeah, I didn't even when I was in school when I my first year I went to school and. In uh in, in Missouri, I would just go home because and get, you, my, get, and get my hair cut. Do, does uh committed? Bobby's Bobby's bone fade, ain't he? I don't know what Bobby has. He's got that big hat. I know oh, that. Yeah, he wears a big. But ball he lets cap. Frank Ross cut his hair. Frank every Ross week. is apparently like really, really, really. He, he's got a little barber shop thing that yeah, he, yeah, yeah, I heard. Puts that, up. I heard him. Yeah. Like to me, I was like, yeah, I was chilling. He said once that Frank Sinatra music. He plays hits, Sinatra's got a chair. He's, he's got the what is that thing called the little spiral barber thing that he puts turn, yeah. turns on that's what, I, that's what I've always called it, yeah. spiral <laughs> yeah that's uh 
Well, that's, that's nice for Bobby, though. He always keeps a clean face. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think – I'm trying to think if I've ever seen Bobby without a hat on. I don't know what Bobby's top looks like. I'll be honest What's, with you. He used to have a buzz cut. Yeah, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's buzz right. with a he, fade, man. Yeah. I mean, he goes in there and he get, I bet he gets a, a two on top and, and, and Ross bone fades him. <laughs> I bet that's what's going on. Yeah, I'd, I'd let that happen. No, I can't. I, I can't. I can't let you do it, Frank. But I mean, I hear you. You heard. You heard Gerard, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I don't go there. I don't let him. He's a great guy. If I, I knew how to cut, you'd let me ease up, edge up him sides right there. No. Clint oh, can yeah. set you up. Hey. Oh, yeah. Hey. This. Well, I wouldn't like. I got like. I'd have to stop hey. with B. I wouldn't leave. I wouldn't leave. I wouldn't leave B unless something happened. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm close. There's guys you can go to for certain things, like certain fixes. Clint can set you up with a haircut. I remember. I remember during COVID. Shout out to Jeff. Uh, Jay Fade. Shout out to Jeff. <laughs> hey, he gave Clint, me a cut too. Yeah, Clint, Clint said. Clint said, "Hey, uh, I know." So I'm, I'm like, "Man, no, no haircut places are open." I was looking like real yeah. nappy, and Clint goes, "Oh, I know someone." And I was like, "Okay." This dude pulls up to my place, <laughs> parks in the parking garage, pops his trunk, pulls out a barber chair, wow. and puts the puts the thing on and handles the business right there in the parking lot. Hey. Jay Fade, baby. <laughs> Come on now. Shout out to Jeff Martin, man. You're listening to KILTAM, KILTHD2. The drive is live. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 